This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Another day, another story of a group of bishops rejecting the moral teachings of the Catholic faith for the false gospel of the world. This story is punctuated by an interview LifeSite published with a high-profile cardinal who is actively resisting the errors of Francis. But all this really begs a question that I will ask at the end, and a hint of it is, what are the limits to recognizing Francis having any authority? Keep that question in the back of your mind as we go over these stories today, because it's an important question, since Francis is the one promoting these errors himself directly. And I really want to start this by checking in with Cardinal Mueller, who, despite some of the weird theological positions he's had in the past on some issues, he's been rock solid in resisting the errors coming out of the German Bishops' Conference that have really taken off and spread around the world. So LifeSite News ran an interview video with him a few days ago where he tells the faithful that we must resist the uh, James Martin sins and the associated errors with them. That are gaining real traction in the church today and in the broader culture and how this is all part of the big push for that synod on synodality and when these radical changes came from within the church and even from the man the world sees as pope we must resist according to him so from the life site summary of the interview in question quote the interview covered the cardinal's recent remarks to ewtn's raymond arroyo about the hostile takeover of the Catholic Church by pro-James Martin Click Catholics, the recent August meeting of the College of Cardinals with Pope Francis in Rome, as well as the duties of the Pope in safeguarding the Catholic faith. Hale pointed out that it is the Pope himself who appoints such prelates to important positions, and it is these appointees who are promoting the James Martin program in the Church. The Cardinal responded by saying that while he does, quote-unquote, appreciate the Pope's work for social justice and for peace, the first task of the Pope is to be the guarantor of unity and of faith, end quote. I think Cardinal Mueller is being nice almost to a fault, saying that he appreciates Francis's extreme focus on materialist mercy is a diplomatic way of getting ready to hit the intended target with the real statement which is what Francis is that Francis is separating Christ the king and the judge from Christ the teacher. Keep that in mind. Quote, indirectly correcting the Pope's approach to put the pastoral aspect over the defense of doctrine, Mueller insisted that I cannot separate Christ the good shepherd from Christ the teacher, adding that the pastoral is not against doctrine, emphasizing that we are all called to make a confession of the real revealed faith. Francis, throughout his pontificate, has stressed the importance of mercy and of welcoming those who do not live according to God's commandments, while at the same time making derogatory remarks about those faithful Catholics who insist on defending the church's doctrine. We must stay strong, firm in the truth, Mueller insisted, adding that those people in the church who are pushing an agenda that goes against God's teachings are quote-unquote, delegitimizing it themselves, end quote. So who really is the one at the end of the day pushing this program? It's not just the James Martins of the church. Francis is. He is doing so by expressing support for Pastor Jimmy Martin's work, which he's done in writing several times, despite contradicting himself elsewhere when saying that we can't change these things. Francis is doing it 
by expressing again in writing his support for Bishop Botzing and the German Synodal Way. Cardinal Mueller knows this better than anyone else, which is why he's carefully saying that anyone pushing this program is delegitimizing themselves. He's functionally saying that Francis has destroyed his own credibility and delegitimized himself, and worse. And here's the thing. Francis's biggest public supporters in the Catholic world know this. They've taken to Twitter recently to not terribly subtly say that Francis is too nice to dissenting cardinals. Prior popes would have had their red hats for the things that they are, that are being said by them. When they're saying that, they're talking about Cardinal Mueller. They're doing that without question. Meanwhile, while these voices imply they want Cardinal Mueller silenced, Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church is free to continue working against the moral foundations of the Catholic faith, such as in this tweet, which includes a very revealing article. From Pastor Jimmy's Twitter, quote, News, quote-unquote, momentous new document for Catholic educators on uh, James Martyr, Martin letter amalgamation, students, and sins of the flesh the world wants to normalize, published by the New Zealand bishops. Longtime Catholic educator David Palmieri says it deserves, quote, global recognition and praise. I agree. Thank you at Catholic NZ. End quote. So here, Pastor Jimmy is celebrating a new heretical document on that sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance, because what else would he talk about, that was published by the New Zealand Bishops' Conference. Brace yourself for this, because this is pure, blatant heresy that rejects the moral deposit of the faith and the inerrancy of Scripture. From the article on it by Pastor Jimmy Martin's organization, Outreach, quote, The New Zealand Catholic Bishops' Conference, NZCBC, has issued a momentous new document this month on sins of the flesh they want to normalize in the church, in Catholic schools and colleges. The publication of Aroha and Diversity in Catholic Schools is a response to the broad request for support on James Martin amalgamation of letters issue facing Catholic school leaders in New Zealand. The first line reads, all young people in our Catholic schools should feel welcome and loved. N note the Maori word Aroha means compassionate love. This important work of the New Zealand bishops manifests the love of Jesus Christ and its courage to seek, quote, respect, compassion, and sensitivity for those James Martin sins that they're trying to normalize in the church and children in Catholic schools and colleges. For this unique effort among Catholic leaders, Aroha deserves global recognition and praise. In an exclusive interview, Outreach corresponded via email with members of the National Center for Religious Studies, the NCRS, which is part of the NZCBC's Te Kapunga Catholic Leadership Institute, about their role in helping draft the new document, subtitled Guidelines for Good Practice Demonstrating Compassion, Respect, and Sensitivity in Catholic Schools and Colleges Regarding, again, those sins of the flesh the world once normalized in the church. On beginning the drafting process, the NCRS members said, quote, the bishops generally care for the young people in their schools and want to support them. Throughout the process, the New Zealand bishops have been compassionately aware of the need to support vulnerable young people. Signing the document were five Catholic bishops from New Zealand, Cardinal John Dew, the Archbishop of Wellington, Bishop Michael Dooley of Dunedin, Bishop Michael Guylen of Christ Church and Bishop Stephen Lowe of Auckland and Coadjutor Archbishop Paul Martin S.M. of Wellington, end quote. The Coadjutor Archbishop, by the way, is one who has the right of succession in the diocese appointed by Francis upon the original bishop's retirement. 
Anyway, here it looks like they learned nothing from the McCarrick mess. Nothing at all. When the John Jay report on the McCarrick mess was released in 2004, the U.S. bishops demanded that all statements saying there's a direct correlation between the uh, men of the James Martin type, we'll say, being in the priesthood and those gross sins committed by men like McCarrick, they had to have that part deleted from the, the report, have it rewritten. Since then, this has only gotten worse, with the James Martins of the church so emboldened that now entire bishops' conferences are bringing children directly into this whole discussion, echoing the grotesque things we see in the world that secular conservative activists are going after, things that the general public just has no patience for. Yet the bishops think this is what the church needs to be doing. They're regularizing sins that the Bible is unequivocal about, and they're using kids as an excuse for it. And that's me being very very nice about this. In some ways, it really looks like they're just trying to make this problem worse, not better. They often tout, as I've seen some very pro-Vatican II voices saying recently, that Vatican II is why we were able to get the, uh, the Ted McCarrick problem in the church under control, not realizing or willing to admit that, yes, while that problem existed in a very small way before the council, it really exploded after the council. That it wasn't Vatican II that made it possible. It was just another one of the things that made it worse because of the changed nature of the relationship between the bishop and Rome and this new ecclesiology, this new way of being church, this new vision of what the church is, which functionally means this new vision of the faith, this new faith. They won't admit that. But that's what the problem is here. And like I said, it's like they never learned a thing from the Ted McCarrick problem. It's a really amazing, especially once they actually bring kids into the, the fold here. Where Cardinal Mueller falls short in telling us to resist these changes is pretty straightforward. At some point, anyone affiliated with the recognize and resist movement needs to ask themselves a hard question about what it is that we are recognizing in Francis. What precisely? Because this change being foisted upon the church by the synod on synodality is being done so with Francis's blessing. Regardless of how he tries to thread the needle when that final report comes out in January of 2025, when the synod is finally really finished, unless he delays it again and again and again. Francis will push some moderate, not-looking nonsense that is still heretical, but not as bad as what all or most of the bishops are asking for. It's been his pattern going back to at least Amoris Laetitia. We let him get away with it because enough people still recognize that he has authority. He surrendered that authority when he chose to promote heresy. When he chose to say over and over again that doctrine and even dogma simply do not matter. That all that matters is mercy and accompaniment. No, the time for that to stop is now. Unfortunately, I don't know what else to tell you, though. I doubt any of the resisting bishops will call into question Francis's legitimacy anytime soon, not until he's gone to his judgment. That could be tomorrow. That could be 20 years from now. We don't really know. What I do know is that your opinion on this does matter, so let me know what you thought of all this, you know, in the comments. What do you think the chances are of Mueller or Schneider basically taking a page from Vigano's book, calling Francis himself into question? What are the chances of that happening? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot as well. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.